Hello again and welcome to Nebulous Ramblings. I am your host, John Moore from WBT Radio. That's here in Charlotte at uh, News Talk 1110 WBT 99.3 WBTFM. And of course, WBT, the mobile app, which you can put right there on your phone and listen to WBT. Now that we've got that out of the way, I wanted to take a look at some of the uh, questions that I've gotten in recently. And if you'd like to send me questions, you can do that. My email here is john.more. There's two O's in more, by the way, if you are wondering. In this particular case, john.more at radio-1.com. john.more at radio-1.com. Also, still uh, still fiddling with the Twitter there, I, even though I noticed it's dropped to uh, like 30th in the App Store these days. Uh, and uh, I'm there at Big John Radio. B-I-G-J-O-H-N-R-A-D-I-O. I get some questions that way or through the email. And, uh, you know, and I, I, I don't do top fives. I mean, if, if I did a top five, then, then, then that would be, you know, that I just, it's, it's been done. It's been done. So I'm just going to take a look at some of the stuff that's come in and going to keep it pretty simple and straightforward today because it's, you know, it's it's a hump day, feeling kind of like, yeah, it's it's the the midweek kind of, I don't know, you're, you're kind of, this is the first part of the day. You know, you, you don't have that downhill slide yet when you get past lunchtime on a Wednesday and you can kind of feel that, that weekend pulling on you. Right now, you just don't, right now, it's early in the morning. Now, I'm going to break it to you. I'm going to, there's some behind the scenes, a little inside baseball. Wednesday morning. Studio D, 3.36 a.m. George Norrie is on the radio uh, down the hall here, and I think uh, I think our buddy Chris Farrell is in there running it tonight. Some nights it's Jonathan Sims, but uh, I think Farrell's in there tonight. So that, that's a little behind-the-scenes stuff as I am in Studio D, as I am wont to do on many occasions here at this uh, it's beautiful facility at one Julian Price place in Charlotte, North Carolina, the plush, well-lit studios. Let's do that is Studio D. So without further ado, uh, let's take a look at some of the stuff, some of the questions that have uh, have crept up here lately. Sometimes I don't get every, I don't, I don't always answer everybody's questions because sometimes, I mean, I get some things that are a little far afield, and I don't. It's not that I'm ignoring your question. It's some sometimes it's it's obvious the answers to it, like. We got one last week. Okay, who 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 won the presidency? Uh, I don't know if you keep up with the news cycle or not. So it's pretty obvious Biden is is currently in there. And uh, but yeah, if I don't send a direct message back saying who won the election or you got a question like that, I'm not really I'm really not ignoring you. I'm just I'm just kind of focusing on the larger kind of the lar- larger bulk of some of the questions. And um, so let's get going here on it. Nebulous Ramblings for a Wednesday. Question number one that's come in. What happened to your bumper music? Well, it's like this. You, I know I, I enjoyed playing the John Hyatt uh, song. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's got a good beat to it. And when he goes, hey, you know, puts that little thing right in there when, he, when, he, when, you know, when he's hitting that guitar. And uh, which, which leads to another another kind of. This is a tangent. I'm not going to go on tangents this morning, I hope. I'm going to try not to. I always like John Hyatt's uh, 
perfectly good guitar. I mean, that's that's one of my favorite songs, and it's really it's not like it's it doesn't change the world, it doesn't solve all our problems, but <laughs> there is just something about that song that the the way he plays it and the delivery and the uh, it's I don't know, man, it just I just always like that one. But I had another one of his songs I was using as an intro, and uh, you know, broadcasting and podcasting are are. Uh, a little bit different animals. Uh, you can do some things on an over-the-air broadcast in real time that that are not necessarily uh, legally, you know, uh, what you can do in a podcast. So I have been instructed to do these without music, unless it's music that's been that I've played personally. Like if I want to bring my saxophone in here and record that and use that for the intro. <laughs> Or, or pick up my keyboard again, which I do play keyboard. It's just been years. Piano, if you will. I took the lessons. I have, I think I could pick it back up again. It, it's not, it ain't rocket surgery. So, uh, yeah, the, so the bumper music for now is kind of a, kind of a no-no due to uh, copyright infringement possibilities. So that's where we are with that. Thanks for that question. That was question number one. All right, number two here. This came in uh, just yesterday, so apparently this is somebody who listened to yesterday's podcast. Uh, question number two. Why are you yelling like a, a drill sergeant over this podcast today? And, uh, well, the preferable term is drill instructor, by the way. I think people kind of, I think that's the one that uh, that you should probably use uh I, I was did not mean to get loud like a drill instructor or even yell like that i was i was pretty passionate about the topic the subject matter and there are times there are times when you um when you feel really convicted or something in your heart and soul about something that motivates you and you're trying to it's like you're trying to break through, you're trying to break through the fog that is so much of what's offered out there. Like you could listen to a million podcasts right now. There are, there are just podcasts all over the place. And there are broadcast entities you could be listening to. There's television you could be watching. You could be playing Survival Craft. By the way, when you play Survival Craft, you can multitask. You could like you could play Survival Craft and be listening to the Nebulous Ramblings podcast at the same time. So I, I don't want to say that you can't do both of those things, because you really can. But I got really excited about the topic, and I, sometimes I just, you know, I, I just get inside. It just wells up, and you, you, you have to express it. And I thought, what better place to do it than at 3-something in the morning in Studio D? Nobody's around. The door's closed. You got soundproofing in here. Not going to scare anybody, hopefully. But that's not my usual norm. I, I don't usually run around yelling. You can t talk to uh, Bo Thompson or Vince Coakley or any of the other uh, folks out here that I see on a daily basis. It, it's, not my, it's not my intention to do drill instructor yelling uh, to, uh, to make a point or to get through to people. So that's, that was the point of that yesterday. And by the way, with that podcast, everything I said in it, I definitely stand by it, and I don't regret it. Number three, <laughs> this kind of leads into that, doesn't it? I stand by it, and I don't regret it. Number three, where were you raised? You sound like a redneck. 
Uh, okay. Well, I can tell you, I've worked on the redneck for a little bit. I've I've tried to I've tried to get that out of my system, ever since I took Dr. Charles Porterfield's class at Appalachian State University regarding voice and diction, where the first day of class he had us read some kind of little poem about the the fields being filled with beautiful flowers, and he knew right away who are the folks he was going to have to focus on. Well, let's just say I was one of the ones who would have to be focused on because there's there's no hiding the western Mecklenburg County drawl, and I I don't want to hide it. It's it's part of my life. And uh, yeah, I was raised right here in Charlotte. I'm a Charlotte native. Went to West Mech High School, and of course, if you had asked me back then, it'd be like, yeah, I go to West Mech. What do you want? What about it? Yeah, I go to West Mech. That's a, that was kind of the West Mech of of my. High school day. Yeah, I go there. What, what do you want to know about it? So what? You want to play box ball beside the beside the lunchroom? Oh, wait. That was Wilson Junior High. Sorry. Yes, Junior High. That's uh, That was the other one. Wilson Junior High is right down the street from West Mecklenburg High School. West Mecklenburg, home of the Indians, by the way. And Wilson Junior High, home of the Warriors, by the way. Just to get our mascots straight. And, uh, well, that, that just feeds right into the you sound like a redneck question. So, yes, I am from Charlotte, uh, born and raised. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, from right here. So there we go. There, There's your answer. And, by the way, Charlotte, you know, there's a lot that goes on in Charlotte. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of things politically, a lot of things uh developmentally as far as industry and business and what happens to neighborhoods and all that kind of thing it's still i think if you put it up against any of the other cities around it's still the best place to be if you had to be in a big city or a, even a medium-sized city or or even a city where they still put the the state after the comma after they say your name on a nationally televised sportscast this is still the place to be I think if you're if you're uh, if you're if you're anybody if you're a new family if you're a retiree if you're whatever it's it's still a, it's still a good city and I still have hope for the city and the people who live here uh, for the future whatever whatever that looks like so yes yes uh, raised in Charlotte that's uh, what was that question number number three that's funny I was gonna come in here and play twenty questions and there's no no way in the world I would get twenty questions in here so. That's why I kept it to five, even though it's not a top five. It's just five. Uh, number four, what is what is your broadcast experience in radio or television? Well, there we go. Are you saying I don't have any experience? No, nah, I know what you meant. Gosh, well, I have to go back a ways. This goes way back to growing up here, being from Charlotte, and uh, beside mom and dad's in their bedroom, right there, there was a bedside table and this little radio. And it had a big clock on the front of it and two other dials. One for volume and one for the AM selector because it didn't have FM. And it was an alarm radio. And my dad had that radio set to WBT. Which, when you look at the dial, I think it would look like an 11. Because it was 11, 10 a.m. Every morning, getting up to go to work, that radio comes on. And I hear it. And I'm hearing WBT as a kid. 
And I don't know if you call that indoctrination. I don't know if you call that just uh, the, the familiar because WBT was in the truck, in the car. We weren't really allowed to listen to, to Big Ways, which was the other station across town. I think it was considered a little risque, a little, a little edgy. As I would find out later, they were pretty edgy, but I, I didn't know at the time because we, we didn't listen to Big Ways. It was always WBT. So I think the initial part of any radio experience came from what I heard right there. But when I finally got on the path that was going to take me into it, I was at college. I was at Appalachian State University. And the the throwback to high school, you know, high school is, is great as far as, yeah, okay, I didn't really do much with radio there. But there, I was in the broadcasting club in high school. You know, we're the, the nerds that were doing the little close closed circuit TV at the school and had the, uh, the stuff like that. We were, we were interested in that. So yeah, broadcasting club in high school, but then to college, I thought I'm going to major in business business. Yes. We get that business, do the business. Well, it's, it's good if you can talk, talk, which I, I love to talk and there's plenty of that. But if you're not really a math guy, you know, the mathy math, I'm talking about logarithms, Algebra 2 trig, you know, all your favorites. If, you, if you're not, you know, not into anything much beyond balancing your checkbook, then, you know, uh, I got to tell you, a business major may not necessarily be for you unless you want to move, move towards the sales end of it, which, you know, that's, that's pretty good. You like to schmooze a little bit and you want to you focus on that. That's a good thing. Businesses need that. So not being critical there. I'm just saying what I wanted to do. The two years of general college, and I'm kind of gearing up towards business, and I uh, there at ASU, and uh, kind of you know losing my eyes for it. I guess. Man, don't you hate it when the screen cuts off when you're see? I always worry when the when the screen times out when I'm recording these. It's like okay, the screen is timed out, but is that affecting the recording? So I'll find out later. Uh, but anyhow, up at ASU, thinking I'm majoring in business, minoring in sociology, and kind of just not not really feeling it, but always listening to WASU, the campus radio station, and I kind of um, I kind of gravitated towards that. I thought, well, that sounds like fun, and I uh, would start hanging around there. And uh, next thing you know, I, I was I was doing the uh, I was doing the news. I was ripping and reading. They get the AP copy off the TV screen where they had this feed of uh, AP news stories and kind of rewrite it for our own purposes. Now would deliver that over the WASU airwaves, and that was it. That was the that was the cementing of the bug, if you will, the bug for radio. And I changed my major and I talked to some counselors. I well, they put this. Well, you could you know, given your 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 strength in in uh, language arts and English. You should be an English major. I wasn't really feeling the English major. What can I do with that? Well, you can teach. Okay. Well, yeah. You know. I mean, I, I mean, it sounds cool. I, I just I wasn't really thinking I wanted to, to teach. Not that that's bad. I, I'm I'm in a family full of teachers, so I love and respect what they do. But I, I said, well, let me look at the communications here. You can major in that. You could do a uh, major in, uh, what was it? 
sales, broadcasting, and there was something else. And I, I said, well, well, broadcasting, it has to be. So that's where the uh, that's where the initial radio experience got started, right there at ASU. Graduated. Uh, not a good time to graduate. It's in the uh, teeth of uh, of what what was the uh, late '80s uh, recession. I think the, uh, the the New York Stock Exchange, the market had crashed just prior to graduation uh, by a little bit. So uh, spent a few years uh, doing stuff that wasn't radio. I was a courier at this one place uh, doing the mail. I worked as an office supply clerk. I worked as a conveyor belt manufacturing uh, uh, line worker, uh, gluing the belts and heating them. But I always kept that bug. I would always call a local uh, radio show where they were doing comedy bits, and I would always try to participate or be a silly caller, things like that, because I wanted to do it. And I always kept my finger on the pulse of the other radio stations around that were in town or out of town, and Finally got a lead on a little gig in uh, up in Shelby, North Carolina, at a little radio station. I needed somebody to do, be a stringer reporter, basically call in reports from the local high school football games for Shelby, Crest, and Burns high schools. And uh, wasn't full-time. I could work at the belt plant during the week and go up there and cover the high school football and then come back and do a high school football postgame show on the radio station Friday nights. And take calls, and that was fantastic, and I loved that. That was little little old uh, WADA right there in the in the cow pasture off McBrayer Springs Road, right there in Shelby. And uh, thanks to Debbie Clary for uh, for that for that gig, and because that got me started. And next thing you know, I was off to Marion, North Carolina, full time radio at WBRM in McDowell County, and uh, Annette Bryant, who has uh, just recently sold that station. She gave me that gig, and that was uh, 6 to 10 at night playing the country music requests. And during the daytime, I was selling radio airtime throughout western North Carolina, including places like Asheville and Morganton and Rutherford Spindale. And that was my radio experience. That's where I got it. That was where I was on the air and taking the calls and playing that, that 90s country, which I still love today. Modern day country, new country, that's fine, that's good. But you want something that's really going to get the heartstrings going. Play some of that 90s stuff, that, that mid to late 90s country music. And um, yeah, so that's the radio experience. Okay, I got a little time left, five minutes till I got to go in there at four o'clock and take over for uh, Chris and start prepping for the morning shows. Oh my goodness, you hit me with this one. <coughs> <coughs> I got hit with this one. I can't believe it. I don't know if I can do this in a couple of minutes. Ford or Chevy? Question number five, Ford or Chevy? Oh, man. Well, you hit me with a NASCAR question on that one. What do I do with that? Well, okay, here we go. Currently, currently Ford. Right now, Ford. Because, well, I like Fords, and we've gotten good service out of them. And I've got this old F-150 that's got 325,000 miles on it. And it just it just keeps going. Now, I know it's prayed up and pray for it every day. But I also change the oil every 3,000 miles, and we, we keep things fresh in there. And that big 351 V8 just keeps going. And I, I it's been so useful since my dad brought it, bought it brand new. And when he passed away, I inherited it. 
it's been a great truck and it it's enough to make you make you make you respect Ford for the product that they put out however this caveat for you Oh yeah, my first car was a Ford Mustang, by the way. That's another thing. That's another story altogether. That's another podcast. But I did have Chevy days. I had a uh, little Cavalier Z24 back in the day, and then I had this Monte Carlo. And as you know, Monte Carlo is synonymous with NASCAR, just like Thunderbird, for a lot of people. I know for a lot of other folks, it's, Torino and Chevelle, or for newer folks, it might be a Camry and uh, whatever they're doing now. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, the Monte Carlo, yeah, that was enough to make me a Chevy guy for the longest time. Dad had a Monte Carlo, and then when I had one later, of course, I had the 80s, 80s version of the Monte Carlo, not nearly as powerful as Dad's a 72 with a 350 under the hood. But that was the Chevy guy while I was driving that. I even had the tag, the heartbeat of America, yesterday's Chevrolet. I still have that tag. So that doesn't make me a trader to Ford, however. But there it is. That's your uh, top five question and answers for today. Oh, darn it. I called it a top five. It's not a top five. It's just five. It just happened to be five questions. So, but I appreciate it. You can always send me one. I'm on Twitter at Big John Radio or the email john.more at radio-one.com and uh, also we'll, hey listen to the radio we got the Bo Thompson show coming up also Vince Coakley show here on WBT we're at 99.3 FM WBT 1110 AM WBT and the WBT mobile app this is Nebulous Ramblings I am John Moore and I hope you have a great day thanks for listening